Okay, chaps, are we ready to go? Yep. Let's do it. Yep. Okay, so welcome to everyone watching on YouTube or listening in on Spotify. This is the Carboteaks podcast number two. And today we're going to be looking at the main core subject of brand loyalty. But as with most of our podcasts, we might go down some rabbit holes and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very, very privileged. And I thank everyone on the podcast today for sparing their time on a Sunday evening. I appreciate we're all very, very busy. But I'm just going to go and introduce you to this fine brace of gentlemen um, sitting in front of you now. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to um, um, introduce you to Danny. Danny, tell us about yourself and whereabouts in Scotland you're calling from. Yeah. Well, I am Danny. Um, I'm from sunny South Wales, a.k.a. God's country. Um, I run my own YouTube channel. It's all in the de- wrong way. It's all in the detailing. And I've just... For somehow I've been a bad guy and I've come across you guys. So you are very, very welcome, Danny. You are very welcome, and everyone, um, all the moderators actually wanted you on the podcast. So don't put yourself down. That's our job. All right. So stop job, job stealing. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for joining us. Okay, you all recognise him, Rab. Introduce yourself, young man. How you doing, guys? I'm Rab from Rab Reviews. Uh, Rab Reviews on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, ended up doing some cleaning my own car and then it evolved into YouTube and it was Andy and most of you guys that were kind of there at the back when we helped me out so yeah Thank you Rab, if anyone needs uh, translations um, I am part Scottish so just um, just uh, PM me and I'll translate for you okay so um, I'm, I'm not going to say too much because Rab's a big lad and I reckon he can take care of himself Thank you for joining us Rab, George introduce yourself young man Hello, I'm George from Team TCB, and I'm so glad that the podcast today is broadcasted in English, Welsh, and Scottish and Spanish. If Brian's up to it, good stuff. Well, yeah. Have you got your Have you got your accessories with you, George? I have. Yes, the ones that I can show on camera. Anyway, excellent. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Excellent. Okay, thanks, George. Thank you for joining us, Brian. Uh, tell us about yourself, and more importantly, where you are dialing in from. Uh, I'm in from uh, sunny but overcast Tenerife. So, buenas tardes to everyone. Um, it's nice to be here. We, uh, I don't know, it, it's one of them things where I don't like to miss out too much. So, I was invited along today. Um, and I suppose I'm part of the TC group and I've been for a long time. Ram. Anyway, um, I'd like, I'll like whatever inputs I can put into today, it'll be nice. Excellent. Thanks, Brian. Brian, you haven't been drinking on holiday, have you? you you'd never come on a podcast. Okay. There's a lot of noise in the background. I think your good lady's making you dinner or something. So, uh... He's got all of his leg. I know. I know. <laughs> good stuff. Right. Okay. okay. Thanks, Brian. Sean, introduce yourself, young man. And whereabouts in the south are you calling from? Um... 
so yeah, I'm from uh, Somerset, as you'll be able to uh, tell with the voice. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, I'm Sean, um, part of Team TCB with George. We're uh, the Northern contingent. Um, it's nice to have a bit of backing on here from from George. So yeah, thanks for, thanks for having us. Excellent. Thank you for sparing the time as normal. And you two need to get a room anyway. That's for another podcast. <laughs> We've already established you're going top to tail at Waxstock anyway, but there you go. There you go. Thanks for joining us, oh. Sean. The man in the corner, Mr. Steve McMahon, introduce yourself, young man. So I'm not going to bore everybody or, or get George to start identifying these plugs, but look, we're, uh, we're four or five minutes in. Um, welcome, everybody, to another podcast with us. It looks like tonight's going to be a, uh, an event. Um, and it looks like we're going to have lots of fun on the way. So I don't know whether we apologise now or congratulate everybody now. Um, but yeah, let's let's see where tonight goes. But um, all I'm going to say is let's have fun. Uh, we could do with it, especially on a Sunday evening. So welcome, everybody. And um, Andy, back to you. Welcome. Cheers. Excellent. OK, so. Um, as we as we all know, today's primary um, discussion is going to be on brand loyalty. Um, I will be handing over to Steve at the end, um, who is our, is going to give some announcements and some a bit of a, an update as to what we got planned for the future. But today's podcast is it's a topical podcast because it comes up quite a lot um, in the group and um, the subject of brand loyalty. So hopefully through this discussion, we'll look at the pros and cons of brand loyalty. And my aim is really to look at the pros and cons from a consumer, from a reviewer, because we've got obviously Danny, Rab, Sean, George. Well, we all, all do reviews um, and, and also from uh, from the brands itself, because I'm sure you all, uh, all, all can appreciate brand loyalty means um, different things to where you are in the market. OK, and. Right through this, what I will say is the opinions and views and feelings are from us as individuals. So, for example, if I say something that does not represent the, the collective feeling of the Carboteek, that is just my personal opinion. Um, and we've all got opinion and I welcome open and honest discussion. OK, so um, I'm just going to um, go over to George at the moment. Um, brand loyalty. I'm just going to open this question and see where see where the journey takes us. Good, bad, yes, no, pros, cons. What are your thoughts? Uh, I suppose it depends what way you look at it, to be honest. I mean, brand loyalty could mean to somebody cost per wash or brand loyalty could just mean how good it looks on a shelf, which is probably the category I fall under. Um, I think once you've got a few bottles lined up and you can dedicate a shelf to that certain brand, it looks good. And also, I think some brands, there's usually maybe one or two products that let them down, but it depends... I suppose what you'll enjoy using and also scent, which if people don't know me, if it's lemon scented, I'm in hundred percent. I'm there. <laughs> so so is your is your main focus, George, the actual performance of the product then? Is there anything else that would influence you being loyal loyal to a brand? Um, I think price plays a, a certain part and also, user experience, if it performs well, it's a winner. But if it's nice to use, sometimes it can outweigh the performance of, say, a certain better product. Um, that would be my view, anyway. Yeah. Rab, brand loyalty. Are you loyal to a brand? Do you deliberately not try and be loyal to a brand and keep an open mind from a reviewer point of view? Yeah, I try not have one specific brand I'll always go to, but I do have a shelf of products that are my grab products if i'm doing something that's not on the channel uh then it's the ones that i'm going to use for that um 
in my end of year video, um, I put out my favourite product of the year was the Vision from Mild Mild Uh I've been talking to Jody for quite a long time now. I bought plenty of things from him and he sent me plenty of good things as well. Um, I've not had a bad product from him. So I, I want to say, no, I'm not want to be loyal to a certain brand, but if their stuff's good, then it's what I'm going to pick. But it also comes down to price, and like George says, it's down to the price and down to the scent. If there's a good scent to it, then yeah, I'm probably going to pick that before I'll pick something that's getting like um, I've got two shampoos, one smells orange and one's a pure shampoo with no scent. I'm going to pick the orange one straight away because it's when you're doing it, you've got to be enjoying it. And for me, it's all about the enjoyment side of it as well. So, 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 as a reviewer, then, do you have to challenge your brand loyalty? Okay, because we we try yeah. and maintain our independence. Danny will, will, will be in on this as well. In fact, everyone in, in, in here is independent reviewers. It's I I spend an awful lot of time trying to make everyone aware that I am not loyal to any brand. And as independent reviewers, however, you are challenging your own everyone's got loyalty to a brand everyone's got their own favorite brand and, and yeah. that may they may come out but rather as an independent reviewer how do you how do you challenge your internal brand loyalty to make sure that you know that you do remain independent which is which is difficult yeah it's all about honesty if mm. you go in and you i will say i got this for free but i bought this or this company sent me this um a perfect example, I'm not going to put a name out there now, but there's a company that do a really good snow foam cannon. They sent me that as well as a snow foam. I've not done a review on that yet, but they have said to me, if you get the review done, we'll get the next one out to you. Uh, so I want to get that done, the weather and stuff, but it's, it's all about the products. It's all about it. It's, it's difficult to to stay loyal to a brand like when I first started the first products I really bought were from Monster Shine and brilliant products absolutely loved them after a little while uh, the owner of the company brought me on their Facebook page as a moderator but because I was looking to do reviews of other companies we came to a mutual agreement that it's probably best not for me to be a moderator on there but promoting other companies as well so we, I can but I still go and see Stephen every now and then and things like that so no, it's it's hard to be loyal, but it's also hard to. It's, it's a difficult one. You you mm. want to, but you don't want to. Mm. It still comes down to the companies as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to. I'm sort of. I think Steve might have latched onto this. Is I'm gonna come back to the if you're sent products out for free and if you pay them conversation because I think that's uh, relevant yep. to what we do as well. Um, so no, that's really really good. Danny, what's your opinion? Brand loyalty, what does it mean to you? Good, bad? How do you challenge your own brand loyalty? Big question. Everybody got their favourites. You know, as reviewers, users, we, we've all got our favourite products. For me, I was a massive Autobrite fanboy. I love Autobrite stuff, but being in the YouTube game now, where I'm getting sent products from Maldives and other brands, the older brakes starting to come off the shelf a little bit now, and they're scanning replaced now with like like Mile Deep Shield. As yeah. you know, Andy, it is a fantastic yeah. product. I not long before I tried that, I bought five liters of Magifoam, hundred and thirty-five pounds. 
and it's like mm, that's still on the shelf now, accumulating cobwebs. And I grow, I go and get my deep shield. But it's like I don't know about you guys, but with the brands, it's like on Instagram. If you were, if someone adds you a company. I send them a message. Thanks for the follow. I'm Danny. Nice to meet you. I'm not fishing for nothing. I'm not asking for nothing. I'm just trying to make connections and friends. If I see that they've seen that message and they haven't even replied or anything, I think, well, no, it's not for me. Do you know what I mean? It's instantly put off. If they can't even say, oh, well, thanks for the follow. You, you know, you're welcome. I'm so-and-so, so-and-so. Then do they, do they really, you know, are they, are they worth it? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just to say it higher. And I'm so probably going down the wrong communication. path. Mm. But so have any of you experienced it, you know? Yeah, so you're, so one of your focuses is is that rapport building with with a brand. It's not just the the performance of the brand; it's that relationship. And we discussed this briefly on the previous podcast we did that, um, some, especially as as reviewers, and I would argue as consumers that it's that relationship, that rapport you have with a brand, um, is 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 a big part of whether you will go back and buy stuff. I think it was, um, was it Sean um, on the last podcast basically said that. If she had a really good experience with a brand and the and the products weren't as good, she would go back just yeah. you know just because they've been so welcoming and engaging. Um, so that, that's a, an, an interesting point, actually. Um, yeah, Steve, Steve, can we come to you? Well, yeah, I was just going to drop in and, and pick up on what Danny just said. I think that's a really valid point. Obviously, we've got user experience and we've got some other things we just you know touched on. Um, obviously, products being good and everything else. But going back to the communication, like Danny just said. Uh, if people can't even be bothered to return your call or, or, or even, what is it, a double click and a heart, for instance, on, on Instagram or whatever, uh, I never go out purposely looking for anybody like Danny. I go out, follow some people, and a lot of people come to me, uh, you know, follow me also. Um, and then off the back of it, if I do reviews or people get in contact with me, I make a valid point that we exchange numbers. I won't review anything of anybody sent me unless... We've had a call and a contact. I want to know more. I want to know the background. I want to know the history um, of where this brand's from. And does that make a difference on, on my views, on my, my testing reviews? Yeah, I believe so. If somebody's there trying to, you know, dig it out, going through all the different formulations and chemical, you know, makeups and, you know, actually trying to make a difference, not just go and grab something off the shelf, which, which is becoming increasingly hard now for me because I've got so many duplicates and, and, and I'm aware tonight we're going to go down to rabbit holes. But yeah, as Danny picked up on, communication for me is um, uh, is a valid point. So, yeah. Yes, Steve. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Sean, what about yourself? <coughs> Hello. <coughs> right, well, I've, I've been... I've been making a few notes of what other people have said, really, just because uh, everything that everyone said is absolutely valid. So uh, first thing is um, actually communication with brands. And I've been similar to to uh, Danny, where I've, over Christmas especially, I had a bit of time on my hands. And I literally sent them messages, said who I was, and just said, um, what's you know your best products? What would you recommend? Where's a good starting point? let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll purchase them. And, you know, nine times out of 10, you don't even get a reply. So I thought, mm, well, but, you know, firstly, as, um, you know, trying to be loyal to brands, you're trying your best to reach out to them, you're getting off and back off some. Um, secondly, uh, customer service from a brand. 
I have found that if you are, you know, familiar with a brand and you are using a brand, they do offer um, some like promotional stuff, um, whether they give you like loyalty points and bits and things like that. Um, and, you know, maybe like free delivery and stuff for existing customers that, you know, you get pinged over in an email. So brand loyalty in that aspect does um, save you money, you know, if you if you are interested in repeating using someone's products. Um, and gaining friendships as well from having brand loyalty, uh, which is something that I've experienced, you know, actually getting um, a, a good friend out of it as well. Uh, someone that, you know, you might speak to every other day. Uh, which again, I have I've, I've experienced that. Um, I think everything that we do and whether we enjoy something or not is is our own opinion. And um, if if you do get something you're not sure about, it didn't it didn't do what you thought it was going to do, or it didn't do what it did for other reviewers. Uh, I, I just give them a, a bell and just let them know. So uh, quick plug: um, Shimmer Products, um, Rabbit done a review on a, gl a glass wax uh, and he mentioned it was you know a great product he did a, a, a good review on it um, and I got some and I didn't have a, a good time with it I couldn't get it to do what it did for rap so I got in touch with him um, proper nice friendly lad uh, and he literally said well I can't understand why it's you know that's happened and talking me through the process and everything I told him exactly what I'd done sent him some videos and me doing it using it uh, and then he went out the following day and tested it himself and came back to me and said yeah yes or no and, and you know actually took the time out to try and and you know give me some some help on it some more you know a bit of feedback from his point of view so again that's just you know reaching out to a brand and getting a good uh, relationship with them <laughs> um the second thing is I, I like a lot of uk brands so i have loyalty in terms of i like to use brands from the uk rather than from you know uh, all over the world because you know, we should we should be supporting UK brands, UK businesses. In my opinion, from from my point of view, um, so it's all about fun, having a good time, getting something new. Look forward to using it. You know, trialing something, um, but you know, it does help smaller brands get recognition as well when we do what we're doing. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, so yeah, that that's. that's but there sure. is there, for me, there is brands that I like to use. Yeah. On that, Sean, just quickly for me, when you say about using the UK brands, which, again, I'm all for, do you find, on the whole, that you get better experience with the UK brands than you do some of the larger companies or, or outside of the UK? Um, not exactly from product point of view, but from customer service. Um, you know, I find them a lot, you know, a lot of the smaller brands are more approachable. Uh, and you know, even if it's just a DM on the social media, they always get back to you like pretty much straight away, and they're always happy to help. Whereas the bigger brands are faceless companies, really. George, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say, um, I know you touched on it about uh, contacting companies, but like, I'm quite a big Built Hamber fan, and <laughs> if I sent them a message on Instagram, I wouldn't expect them to respond because they haven't got that much presence on on. Your Instagram, Facebook, things like that, but it wouldn't put me off using the products because they are good. So that is, I suppose, another way of looking at it in terms of it. And just to touch on what Steve said about brands from different countries, 
if they're testing it in a different country, say Italy or something like that, the, temp- the weather's different. I know I'm slightly going down the rabbit hole there, so you've got to factor that in as well. Yeah. In- interesting. Sorry. Sorry, Rab, go for it. Uh, yeah, just like with, with Danny, when I first started out, I literally went on to Instagram and sent an absolute load of messages to different companies. And most of them were, well, all of them were, Hi, I'm Rab. This is my channel. Just want to introduce myself. Some companies reply back. Uh, perfect example. Get your plug ready, George. Uh, Mile Deep. Jody, um, actually, it, I had a conversation with him way back at the beginning when I first started it. And then he kept an eye on my channel. And when he saw that I was getting the views and I was getting involved with other things, he then contacted me and says, Look, I've been keeping an eye on you. Uh, I want to get you some bits and bobs so bought a couple of bits and he sent me a few extra bits uh, I had one bad experience from a company um, which actually ended up getting me more views because that person then went on and spoke about me uh, I, it I, can re- I can remember that one Rav I can remember yeah. that one Rav I was, so, I was actually going to mention that later but go for it <coughs> Yeah, um, I'm not going to mention a company name or anything no, like that no. because it's no. not worth the hassle uh, but he actually done me a really good service because of that. Um, and that was a product that actually one of my pals had gave me. Um, and then when I looked at it, I saw it and I was like, oh, I know who this is. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of companies that have maybe sent me one single product, I've reviewed it, I've sent them the link for the video, I've seen that they've read it and they don't reply back to you. So them, I'm not going to bother with them. I kind of focused on the smaller companies initially. Then I started moving on to the bigger companies to realise that the bigger companies, the big ones like Autobrite, they're just not interested in speaking to you. They don't reply. They don't. They don't care. That's what I kind of felt. So I kind of I'm readjusting my focus back to the smaller brands. To it'll work better. Danny, on you, mate. Cheers, Rab. Danny. Going on from Rab, I don't think the, the bigger brands don't care as much. I think they're more established. You know, they they they've been around longer. You know, yeah. they've built themselves up. The likes of Eye Detail, Mile Deep, and the smaller little brands, I think they care a lot more because they've got to try and compete with the bigger fishes in the pond. So they put a lot more effort in. They put a lot more um, development into their pro- products, and that's why I think some of like I said, the auto bright stuff is coming off my shelf now and it's getting replaced by the smaller companies because they do put care in and they are good. Like Sean said, they're good with customer services. They're good for a chat. Sean, you know, we wind Jody up on the TCB uh, Facebook daily and he's good for a laugh, but it's, it's, it's still buy off him tomorrow and, and next week. And also another good one is... Um, Get your plug ready, George. It's James at Wowos. Yeah. Nice guy. You know what I mean? Small company. We've all had products off him, and we all like these stuff. Mm. Just wouldn't go on, George. Sorry. Uh, just to say, just like to touch on Autobright. Um, I literally dropped in to Autobright just to have a quick look around, and I met Mark Moss, um, and he was more than happy to stand and talk to me for a good while listen to me chat you know <laughs> um and if anything i think the fact that he took it because he could have quite easily said oh i'm busy nice to meet you such a thing and gone but he did invest his time to talk to me um but like you said danny 
bigger brands, I suppose they don't need to push their brands as much really because people know they're good and they keep on using them. But curiosity gets the best of us really, doesn't it? You see something else and you think, oh, that might be good. And then that's when you start spiraling. Lots of points I've picked up there. Brian? So possibly that's where it all come in because I'm not a reviewer. I'm part of TCB. I, I don't put, very rarely, I might, I might put a photo of one or two in each of our groups. I'm from way back when, probably even before Steve. But when I, when I started out, the brands we had were... Simon Eyes. Auto Smart were big then. So I'm looking back in the 80s now. So we only had three big brands really. Maguire's were on the scene. So I got quite attracted to uh, a lot of foreign brands, mostly from well across the Atlantic. Mm. So we had Maguire's, and then we also, you got the Zanos and all them of the world where we never heard of them, but we tried them. Since being associated now with and doing, I'll go out with Andrew. He, 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 he kind of look after me, Andrew does. I try. So, I pick you up. So, I save so, your legs. Yes. <laughs> That's it. So, so for me, branding wise, uh, I, I'm not a dedicated one to any brand either. But along the way now, Crummy waxes, you've blown my mind with waxes. Throughout the group, I've totally lost it. I sit there and somebody brings five or six tins out. I was looking if I had one tin. I, prob I probably had two and a half litres of Canubra wax and Water Smart. I used to put it on and it was like getting treacle off afterwards. It didn't matter how you put it on, it always had to go on with a damp rag. No, we, you know. Application pads were nothing. So then, over the last ten years, I've probably got more into machine polishing. Cheated myself, bought myself a DA. But it's all personal stuff for me, because I'm now the retired one as well. So it's like I, I don't. But I've still got, yeah, I've still got my choice of wear woes, which I got the other week. I've still got other bits and bobs in the cupboard that I use. What Steve sent me, and we've tried out. I mean, I got some QDs when Steve sent me. I don't even know where they're from. They've just got QD written. I use them, and then I'll message him and say, what was this clear orange thing that I've got? Standard no brand Steve product, just a word <laughs> yeah, on a no, clear no, bottle. No, Try this, you'll love it. Yeah. No, brand, no branding or whatever. So for me, that's where I'll come into it, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm totally different to Danny, Rab, George, Steve, George, and Andy in a way. But I enjoy the use of them, mm. and then I'll give my feedback this way, if that makes you, sense. Sorry, Brian, to jump in. Do you find that some of the older stuff that you have um, forms as well as some of the newer stuff that you've had? or have? Yeah, yeah. But I, what I find with the newer stuff, it's very easy to use. Mm. The user experience is a lot better. You know, you pick a wax up now, and even I look at a wax sometimes, even whether it's from Waterbright, because I, I, obviously I live quite, quite close to Waterbright. Um, and we, we have tried a few of their different, without going into lifting, but without going into things like that, but there's loads of liquid waxes around now. 
that it would I find very hard to say branding or branding or not branding. As I said, mostly I've got some bottles with liquid wax. Steve sent me. It just says liquid wax. Don't know whose it is. Why? Why? Let, let me just jump in there, Brian. Why do you think Steve does that? I mean, we, we me and Steve talk a lot about this. Why? What? What is the relevance? Do you think? And anyone think jump it, in on this? Because what, what? Why is that a good thing from an independent, impartial point of view? I think it's which a, is what we said. The impartial view is because we don't know whose it is, and our yeah. user experience. Yeah, which, which makes it which, which makes Absolutely. it that much different. Cheers, Brian. For, uh, no, no, okay. that's good. I just, I just want to. Um, there's a couple of things um, I just want to fine tune and hone down on there. Um, a couple of things that were said. A lot of us are doing reviews and all that kind of stuff. And quite clearly, Danny, Rab, Joel, we, we all get lots of stuff sent. Okay. And I'm going to come back to the the you buy it or you get it sent free piece shortly. But I, 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 I it, it takes a bit of self-control because I know for a fact that if I wanted to get my YouTube subscribers up, all I need to do is a built hamburger review. Okay. Because my um, two built hamburger reviews, one's got 14,000 views, which is smaller in the great scheme of things. And the other one's got about six. I know that if I go and do another built hamburger review, I'll get 10,000 plus, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But I choose not to. Okay. And, and a, a, a couple of us have sort of said that we, we like to try and we're not supporting small brands, but we try and dig into the lesser known known brands um who 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 places an emphasis on that because it's certainly one of the founding sort of rationales for the car boutique that we we weren't just going to be a a review group that was going to go and do all the big 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 brands um we've deliberately try and i don't know is it about offering choice i don't know is it trying to you know get a personal relationship with a small brand and sort of come on board and help them out okay what what's what how do how do you guys i'm going to go to rab first how do you decide which which brand you're going to do this week? Is it just what's topical? Is it, I need uh, more YouTube reviews. Uh, you know, I'm going to go for a big brand because I know thousands will search for it. What's, what's your deciding factor, Rob? Honestly, I go into the shed and I'll stand and have a look and then I'll start the video and then I'll just pick things off the shelf. Unless I've promised a company that I'll get it done sooner rather than later, then I'll just go into the shed and I'll look at the car. I'll see the condition of it first. If it doesn't need fallout remover, then I'll pick. I'll, I'll, I won't use fallout remover. If, it, if I'm looking at it and I don't see any tar spots, well, there's no point in picking up the tar spots. I'll look at the car and then I'll walk into the shed, have a look, and then go right. This, 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 and this, and that's where that is how I make my decisions. Mm. Um, but also a fact of what Brian says and where Stephen sending things as well is I've had products from yourselves as well that. You've not told me who they're from, and then I'll give you the feedback on it. Somebody could potentially send me a tub of wax that's uh, is it Amaral, which was the one ninety nine. Oh, if somebody yeah. took the label off of that and sent that to me, and I used it and I liked it, I wouldn't know any different. And I would send it back and say, you know, that was actually really good. Um, longevity and things like that, I don't do because I don't have a big bank of cars to use. So for me, it's like one couple of weeks, strip it off, start again. Or mm. sometimes I've used it, I've then stripped the car the next day that's not been on video, and then mm. let the car get dirty then for the next one the following week. So sometimes, I'm, the missus was here this, sometimes it can be a waste of money if I'm going out and buying a lot of stuff because I'm putting it on one day and taking it off the next to prepare the car for the next time round. Mm. Which 
where I need more cars. And I've even seen myself chat my neighbour's door and say, can I wash your car? Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's the keys, there you go. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, that's just how I do I just go into the shed and decide, have a look and think, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too bothered about getting big views. Shimmer Products was actually one of my biggest videos. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'd done the review of all their like, shampoo and stuff like that, Mm. That's actually been my biggest one. Not a major amount of views, but it's my biggest one personally. Doesn't mm. get very close to Stephen's half million or anything like that, but you know, one point three now. I'll come. I'll, I'll come to you in a second, Brian. I know you've got your hand up, Danny. What, what, when you're looking at your next review, what what's your thought process in terms of what what brand's going to get get the analysis next? Is it is it just a whoever sent you stuff who's waiting for a review? Have you got? I mean, I'll, I'll say the word, an agenda. That doesn't necessarily mean a negative agenda, but what, what, how do you decide which brand you're going to have a look at? Um, or is it just a random thing, pretty much like Rabbit will look on the shelf and we'll go, ah, we'll try that one today? Well, as you know, the weather hasn't been the best. Living in sunny Wales is still not any good. But um, no, I have a box in the shed where if somebody sends me something, it goes to the front. If someone else sends me something else, it's behind it. So I like to, I don't like to keep people waiting. And it's not about big brands for me because I know the big brands, they give big views. But mm. for me, if somebody have, have put their time into sending me something for free, then, you know, taking a day out away from the wife and kids, which is lovely, going out to wash, their, wash my car, testing their products, it's the least I can do is just put it online, put my thoughts on it. Do you know what I mean? It's So, yeah. Spawn, Spawn, Danny. Brian, did you want to say something? You know, what, what, when there was going on with the different way they put the products out, what, when you look on a lot of the stuff that appears on pages that we look at from a TCB perspective, most of them are looking out for either shine, beading. So they're looking at the performance of the product. So the newer products that have come through from what older products were, the beading stuff seems to be just getting a bit hydrophobic. You know, when we all talking about, oh, the hydrophobic way the water performs. But that, that's a new thing, which is the new thing on the block for the, what people want. In my, that's my it's, it's, it's a, opinion. It's a, good, it's a good point there, Brian, because we mentioned hydrophobicity as some kind of golden, what we should all be aiming for. But, you know, but beading, beading on a ceramic coated car arguably is not a good thing because you're going to get water spots. So... Yeah, it does yeah. seem to be a bit of a, buzz, a buzzword that let's put hydrophobicity on a label and we're not going to go down this rabbit um, hole. Don't worry, Steve. Um, <laughs> no, I was ready. Everything, everything no, but I, had, I had to mention it because of the, the way the yeah. products is being keep mentioned. Everything in detailing is about compromise. Okay. You could give me exactly. the benefit of any product and I could give you the compromise. You know, ceramic coatings, brilliant, more susceptible to water spots. You know, a, a high alkaline um snow foam is great but not safe on lsp there's a compromise literally for everything so it's a good point um i'm going to come going to come to steve next steve you get sent absolutely loads what dictates what gets the next review from geeky details so yeah like um danny said i have a well i would say i've got a, a nice order system but the order system now is sort of is going out the window so i keep a log of everything that's um come in and when it's come in I'm currently probably working at about three or four weeks behind uh, where I work, where I would, where I'd like to be due to the weather. 
um, conditions we've had over the last weeks. And obviously being, um, you know, weekend warrior now, as we, as we like to call it, I only have weekends to do these reviews. So that can obviously, you know, push it back if we've got bad weather on the weekend. So like uh, Danny said, yeah, I've got an agenda and I've got a program, which I try to stick to as best as possible. If somebody reaches out and we say, I always contact the brand. We always have a communication. We always have a phone call or a chat. If somebody's got you know a push or a new design or a product that's just been released, uh, then I try to help them if I can by bringing that to the front. But at the moment, yes, I've got probably four or five brands there waiting to to come out and be tested. I went through as people are aware on the on the chat. We I've done a couple of brands today, um, and I've also done a new release, and I've also done some comparisons. So I spent about six hours out there today just doing that so like all of us probably know we get it for free i'm really appreciative of what we get but also i probably put in 30 to 40 hours a week on top of what i do you know as my day job um to keep on top of it it's not easy so when we say it's free is it because they're getting advertisements out of it or you know it's getting some social media time should we call it um mm. but then that's going down another rabbit hole that we said we're going to do we try and keep it back on brand loyalty but yeah, we've all got our favourites. I've definitely got my favourites. Um, and I've got a select few that probably people are aware of on here that I would grab every time if I could only use one brand again. Would I be willing, willing to share that? No, because that's my opinion and what I like. And like we've already touched on, my brand loyalty is because of communication, user experience, um, and, and me building a rapport. I've actually met um, through this all of you guys, but on the flip side, the brands. I've built some really good friendships. And I do say friendships as in we speak, you know, once by two times. Um, so does that make me a bit more loyal to their brand? Yeah, definitely. Because they spend the time. And so why would I not spend the time in helping them uh, test and development? You see probably 40, 50% being friends of mine, uh, what I normally do. But there's 40, 50% again that you've seen that you won't have seen today, which I'm not going to show you. The bottle will be spun round. That's why touching back on what brian and, and brab and everybody else has mentioned on that's why a lot of the time you get stuff from me which is clear and just just got a qd on it that's how it was sent to me i've tested it i've used it and i've given my feedback to you which i believe is the right way to test it i don't want to know what brandon is because when you see let's be honest mile deep and all these other brands on your shelf of course you're fixated to him and to my house the first time you walked in adbl yeti you couldn't take mm -hmm. your eyes off of it because I had a chrome label. Again, you're being sucked in and drawn into the branding. This way keeps the testing honest and it keeps it impartial for my, you know, for me. And I don't want to take up too much time and try to be as good as I can on here by not spouting off all night. But yeah, I hope that helps. No, no, that's that's a really, really useful insight into the work you do, Steve, actually. Sean, you had your hand up. Yeah, I, I'm just um, going to agree with, with Steve. If you do get um, products under a clear bottle with the words QD shampoo on it and, uh, you know, instructions. You, you cannot, uh, you, you know, the branding and the, the bottle that it comes in can't, you know, change your opinion on really all you're testing is what's inside. You know, that's the most important thing. Um, but also what I, what I wanted to say was, we, we you know, there's, we all have benchmark products that, we compare any other new product that we get against, you know, we've all got a, a product in every category that is, you know, one of our favorites or whatever, something we compare everything else against. Is it as good as X? 
that's what you're looking at on the reviews, aren't you? You know, so we must, you know, we must have some loyalty somewhere because we all have a benchmark product in every category. I know I do, and um, so anything that's similar, I'm comparing up against the product that is my benchmark. George, uh, I was just going to say as well, uh, touching on what Sean said, it, it is a bit of personal preference and also whereabouts you are. I know Stevens used some shampoo before. That he had to use a bit more than I had to use up here, and our buckets are the same size. Um, so it, it does, and having Rab and Danny as well, we've got the north and uh, the west as well, weather regions as well, that you know will probably perform a lot differently. Um, so because it is windy in Scotland, so you know, <laughs> I bet it blows more stuff off, but <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, Rab. Try to unmute that there. Uh, yeah, so perfect example when George's saying about the water here, the water there. Uh, when I was coming out of Waxstock, Squid Inc, I was talking to Michael and he said, Oh, here, can you try this in Scotland for me? Just because of it. And it was a, it was an LSP. Stephen had already tried it. Um, and what he was saying to me was that he was finding there was a lot more water spots. As much as it was hydrophobic, there was more water spots. So he wanted to see my opinion of it up here. Uh, I tried it, and honestly, I didn't have a problem with it. It was absolutely fantastic. So there are products that are good down south, but can sometimes be better up here, or better even further down south. Uh, it can be really difficult to, to do that. But it's the same. I think it was Stephen, I sent you the... Detail kitchen, uh, wheel whiskey. Yes. Because uh, I know you love your wheel shampoos. Um, Andrew sent it to me. I used it, thought it was brilliant. Sent it to Stephen, knowing how much he loves it. Uh, and I, I think you you actually said it was really, really good. You really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, definitely. So, so but again, it could have been different up here as it is down south. Um, my pal's a, a window cleaner. No, you, Danny. Sorry, I've got another window cleaner, pal. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, he's got this little device that he tests his water, and he filters all his water so that he gets cleaner windows and things like that. And he tested my water, and it came in at 24 or 32 parts per million, which is quite low. Um, that's why I don't use a water filter. That and... I'm a tight Scotsman. I don't like spending money on something that I don't really need. And if I do want it, I'll just go take it in my pal's van. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, that's that's really good. Yeah, I like the work. I'm not I'm not going to blow sunshine up Steve's ass, um, but I like the work Steve's been doing on hard and soft water. Um, I like the fact that he's now looking at pH neutral uh, pH levels in the bottle and out of the bottle as well. I think that's a good evolution evolution of the reviews he's doing, um, and it does help to explain, I suppose, to a fashion why some people will get X results in one location and someone gets a different. And I think it's important to sort of dig into those variables. I'm going to, I'm just going to move things on. I'm going to, I don't want to sort of take too long on this, but is this one, but, um, and I'll explain the reason why I'm asking. Um, free gifts, um, and it, it's linked into brand loyalty. You get stuff sent free, you go and buy stuff. Now, the reason why I'm asking this is, is um, we got, um, a suggestion that the car boutique there's not there's limited value in car boutique reviews because all you do is post good reviews okay so that sort of got me thinking you know we started talking about this on the previous podcast is it if if i do a review and it's really really bad 
and I've been through everyone's thoughts. Should I go and publicly put on YouTube a review of a product that doesn't work? Or should I just get back to the, the people and give them honest reviews? Or should the car boutique and, you know, all the other, um, um, you know, it's all in the detail and all that kind of stuff, should we just be showing products that work to then give people choice? Do you understand my question? Okay, what's what, what's a relevant problem? I'm going to go to Steve, then I'm going to Rab, and then if anyone else wants a, a, a go, put your hands up. So, Steve. I'll keep this short um, because, obviously, I've been, I've been doing this a while, not saying that anybody hasn't. You can't do that. There, there, there's a massive big reason here why you can't do that. That's your opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your opinion in your area. And there is a thousand different variables. Hence why I'm adamant and will continue to do this the way I do it. If I have a problem, I will relay that information back. And I make sure when I do my reviews, as you know, Andy, I write everything down. I'm documenting yeah. the water hardness, humidity, temperature, wind, I, everything because something might make that factor. Obviously, I've got all my water testers and everything now, so I can feed that back, because just one of those could be out. Mm. You could leave it on one minute longer than somebody else. You could wash it off or rinse off. Um, if somebody's just seen my uh, APC testing, I applied on the APCs down the side of the door, and I applied one, which is absolutely fantastic, by the way. It had been on one minute. If you see my video, if you watched it, I went and rinse it off. Didn't even look like I applied anything down it. I was gobsmacked, stopped filming, went back in, had a look at it. And, yeah, I didn't put it on there long enough. Because you'd assume if you put it on, it's, react it's reacted, it's had its effect, and you rinse it off. No, mm. it's not. Mm. So, yeah, in, in answer to your question, no, it's your opinion. There's too many different variables. Um, you might have a Duff product. It might have been the bottle bomb been switched up. You know, you, mm. you, you just don't know. And it's not worth you know, damaging a business um, yeah. for the sake of your opinion. That's not that's not fair. Well, that's my standpoint on it. Then, and, and you know, the, again, like with these comms I have with the businesses, with these other companies, I don't ask for free product. I never do. I've never asked once for free products. If they want to send them out to me, or I say to them, uh, "Nice to meet your acquaintance. What's your best and your worst product?" Because I want I want those mm. in you know as as a rule of thumb. <clears throat> but again, what's the best and worst for individuals? But that's my normally my way in, and I try and buy those from those those products. But I hope that helps um, in answering that yeah. question. But George, spawn, spawn. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I know I've jumped in front of Rab, so I'll let you go next. Uh, it can even brave be... man, brave man. <laughs> I know he's, he's a fair distance away, so I'm safe for a few days. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, as Steve said before, applying a product. Sometimes, if you're applying something with a microfiber, the microfiber can be the problem, not the product. So you can apply it, you can buff it off, or I know I've had it before. I've used two different microfibers on my car, and one has done what it should do, and the other one just seemed to absorb the product and hold on to it. Um, so you can have issues like that as well. So it's sometimes, and even like with your form lamps, if you've got the incorrect PIR, the panel, panel impact ratio, and you're firing a product on there, it's, and it's Check not doing George that. out. Check George out with his PIR knows what it stands for. I'm impressed. He's a built fanboy. Built fanboy. He's, oh, been, re he's been researching this. So when he came, video on yeah. that the other week. That's well, it. Yeah, yeah. but it, it is. It's down to things like that. And it can be the actual tool behind the tool that's using mm. it that can be the problem. <laughs> like you work, like you work. Okay, Rab, you had your hand yeah. up. Sorry for yeah. George interrupting you. Nah, you're all right. Don't worry. Like Stephen says, there's so many variables. I've had some really bad products when I first started and I went back to the company 
initially I had actually put the review out, then the company contacted me, and then I had to rethink how I do things. So now if I've got something or if I'm doing something wrong, uh, like Shimmer Shine, uh, they do a glass polish as opposed to the glass wax. It's a, sorry, they're glass cleaner. That was really difficult to get off, but I'd over-applied. I've done glass sealants where I've over-applied. Again, my error. But when I've actually stripped it off and done it correctly, it's been fantastic. Perfect example of mm. companies uh, was the first ever batch of Infinity Wax when they done their graphene quick detailer. Now, when I had my tour around with Michael and Ollie, um, I had actually brought it up because he was talking about it, and I was just, yeah, I've heard a, a good, I've heard good things, I've heard bad things, and what he'd explained to me was the graphene product has to be filtered so many times before it's bottled. The person who bottled it didn't filter it properly. So that was where they had, one, they had a lot of separation. So yeah. that's kind of something that I hadn't heard. I'd only heard the negative side of it, but then hearing mm. it direct from the company and what they'd done to fix it, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of one of yeah. those. Uh, but yeah, always best to do your review, go back to the company if there is a problem. Um, now, if the company don't get back to you, yeah, fire it up because poor customer service will actually make you go, you know what, to help What's you. What's the name, I'm Rab? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. What's the name of your shelf? And the first time I ever heard you say this in the video, I was drinking a, 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 some coffee and it went everywhere. You said, I'm going to put this product on the what shelf? Am I allowed to swear? Yes. I wish I knew that from the beginning. Um, no, well, no, uh, you, can use, you can use the word because I know what the word is. So I don't have it anymore because I actually gave it all away, but I had a shit shelf. <laughs> uh, it's a shelf of products by one company that were just so bad with their customer service that it put me off them completely. Their stuff could be phenomenal, but their customer service was shocking mm. and I'm never ever going to touch them again. I actually got an email from them earlier on today and I was like, ah, I thought I'd blocked Jews. So I ended up, I blocked an email. Um, I, I, but, I, I, I can literally yeah. remember the first time you said this goes on this, I think it was the crap shelf it was called, but anyway, you, uh, you've clearly got a couple shelf. of, I nearly wet myself. Yeah. So thanks. Uh, well, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to name the company. But no, no, I'm moving on before no. you do. They, they know who they are. They, they Danny, know quick, they quick. A bit like George said, really, it's the tool behind the tool. So with me, i got a bit of an issue at the minute with uh, a product I've applied. I'm currently testing it month by month, and it's just it's just dead, basically. But there's another few factors of it as well. It's about, obviously, we just had the cold, so it could be the way we're storing <clears throat> the product, whether it's separated. It's just other things, whether it's too warm, whether it's too cold whether you're shaking the product before use, all these factors could apply, the, you know, which could affect the performance. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, like I say, it's, it, this is all good discussions. It's, it's good to get into the mindset of people that do do reviews um, because people just see the video, the video, the review and all that kind of stuff. Um, what One sort of, I'm going to labor on one, one other point that sort of that, that, that's, that's come up um, is the... A lot of people sort of ask, you know, what is what is the benefits and the you know the pros and cons of brand loyalty. And I'm going to ask you. I'm going to paraphrase the questions slightly um, differently. Um, if you were a business owner and you had a brand, how would you? Obviously, brand loyalty. I don't think we did need to discuss brand loyalty to a company is good. Okay, it's 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 repeat sales, etc. But if you were launching a product, what would you do? 
or a brand, what would you do to get or to facilitate brand loyalty? Because that is an interesting to see what, you know, learned people like you in the industry um, are dealing with every day. But that, you know, a lot of companies come and go. Some stay, some don't. Um, what, what would you do? What would you do? Um, and I'll come to Sean first. What would you do if you were launching a brand to generate <coughs> brand loyalty, which ultimately is going to increase your sales <coughs> and make you more money? <coughs> Right, so um, for me, and this is, um, I'm putting this down as, um, it, it's something that has, has been happening to me just recently with a brand. So I'll just summarise it real quick, and I'll tell you exactly what they did, and then I'll tell you that's exactly what I would do. So the branded question, I won't mention, but I have been critical uh, initially about them. I wouldn't try and based on the way, <laughs> the, way the products looked. But... Then I decided I would, and then I've been really impressed with, with what I tried. Now, the uh, the brand owner contacted me and said, I know you love waxes, and I'm redeveloping some waxes, so I'll send you one over. So he sent me one over. He said, tell me X, Y, and Z about it. And on the particular wax that I'd, I'd used, um, I used four waxes on one car, and it basically didn't form as well as the other ones had so I chatted to him about it and he said well I've been using it and I've been getting better results so you know again just down to that x y and z you know different uh, application methods you know whether the, the panels were you know uh, decontaminated or you know all the different factors in it but he took on board exactly what I'd said and said don't worry about it I've got a version 2 coming out next week for you use that one see what you think he's took exactly everything on board that I had mentioned and then next thing he comes up with a V2 and it's on its way to me to go again and that is exactly what I would do if I was going to launch a brand and a product I would send them to people who I know would enjoy using them and give the honest feedback and if they got different results than what I have then retry again go again send something else and then you know end up settling with a product that you can be sure that you know different people in different places will all enjoy using and if that's the case and that product's excellent and people will enjoy it people will buy it end of sponge sean george i was just going to say uh you've got to be open to criticism because you're never going to have a perfect product there's always going to be some user or somebody's user experience that isn't as good as uh snowman <laughs> I've just seen that. Do you know what it is? You're laughing. Come on then. So just for everyone listening on Spotify, under George's name, it's got TC moderator Snowman. Um, if you can guess the link here, myself and Steve will be very impressed. Come on then, George. Oh, I tell you. Because uh, I'm cool, maybe. No. <laughs> Have you seen Smokey in the Bass? Basset seen... Hound is the clue. Yeah. Have you... yeah, a Basset Hound is the clue. That's it. It's uh, it's from Smokey and the Bandit, isn't it? Well done. We did our research for that. We did that research for did that. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. That. You are the snowman. Oh, that's it now. Nickname for life. It uh, is. Yeah. So just to, than you uh, have a nickname. <laughs> right, we're losing control. We're losing control. Remember, put your hand up if you want to talk. George, back to you. Uh, yeah. So open to criticism. Um, and also, I think your branding is quite an important part because uh, if somebody sees a product and it draws them in already invested in it, 
um so your branding and also your price points as well because you've got to be able to produce a, a product that justifies the price you've got to offset it against other brands but also look after your own pocket as well and get the correct exposure um as to where you're using it i know there is a certain brand which i'll not mention uh, that do do some decent products but the owner will only publicize one brand of car so for other people it puts them off because they think well, i've got such a car and it's really good on there send him a picture and not interested mm. because it's not that car so that's you swing like danny you're about to launch a brand how are you going to get your brand loyalty it's a bit like Sean says, you know, you, you've got to you've got to reach out to people. Do you know what I mean? It's, you've got to do your research. Send one up to Rab, one down to me. You know, all corners of the globe, and get everybody's you know opinion on it. Whether it's you know user friendly, you know, and your experience using it. But like George says, it's not gonna it's not gonna work for everybody. Not everybody is gonna like it. But if it works for 90 percent, and you could tweak it a little bit. And go for it, rerun it. You know mm. what I mean? But like it's like George said, it's never going to please everybody. I think it becomes difficult, and I've, I've seen it before, that if I was a brand owner and, um, you know, brand owners, they've got a company, they've got to put food on the table. And if I saw a, a bad, bad review, um, would one bad review worry me? Um, I'd engage with the person that did the review. But what you can sometimes see in the industry is almost like a pack mentality that, and it's potentially driven by the competition. You, you, everyone knows what I'm saying. You see one person doing another review and then someone else will like it and they will jump on. And be, You know, if I was an owner looking in, I'd think, well, what, what's happened here? You know what I mean? So one person's, you know, challenged my, um, I'll come to you in a second, Danny, and um, just challenged me. And then, you know, the, the, the industry is that, um, I don't know the, what, what the word, fickle's not the correct word, but the, the, it's so easy to break a brand's reputation on social media. And that's the power of social media, isn't it, really? Um, and I, as a brand owner, I would step in. But I certainly wouldn't step in if if I said X, Y, Z about my product. And then, I don't know, Rab reviewed mine and found something different. I think it shows integrity and professionalism and will facilitate engagement by everyone, everyone else looking in and thinking, well, actually, someone they've engaged with them. They're saying, okay, well, what do you do? Have a conversation because we've already discussed so many variables. Um, but it, it, it's a difficult one if you're a brand owner, how, how you respond to a review that is diametrically opposed what, as to what you've written on the label, if you know what I mean. And um, Danny, you're going to say something. Yeah, just touching. If I put a, a video up of a big brand company or their product that I didn't really get on with, they're not really going to bat an eyelid. It's just one person out of thousands of people that pick their stuff. Now, if I picked a smaller company, that they their life depended on it. That they got kids, they got a mortgage, they got a little shop. This that, and the other. that could really financially, you mm -hmm. know, do some damage to them. That's mm -hmm. their livelihood. Mm -hmm. One bad review of me or Rab or Steve, and it's like, oh, hang about then. We got to sort something out. Yeah, it could, you know, destroy them basically. Mm -hmm. So no, it's 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 not for us to put on YouTube. It's a, it's about talking to them and saying look this is what i've found i don't think it's any good what's your opinion and then go from me you can't just go putting things up on you on youtube and just destroy people's you know livelihoods 
Can, can I just ask someone? Um, someone's got a lot of background noise. It sounds like cutlery. Um, is, has anyone got noisy background that can just potentially mute, mute their mic? I don't know. Anyone is that better now? That's better. That's better. Yeah. Sorry, Danny, you finished. Yeah. Okay, cool. George, were you going to say Thanks, Danny. Were yeah. you going to say something to George? Uh, I was just going to say as well, if you've got a brand owner that uh, slightly off... Well, it's on topic, but if you've got a brand owner that has invested the time into their products and they're passionate about it, I think sometimes that can be better than a big brand that's just farming out a product that is okay, but because it's got a certain label on the front of it, people will buy it because it might be in, say, Halfords, and it's easy to get. Because if you've got to order from somebody individual, um, if they really have taken the time and effort, and like Danny said as well, they've got bills to pay, they're not going to be trying to sell something it isn't that good so do, do, do any of us feel frustrated wouldn't it be you know it's slightly utopian that should it be the case in an ideal world whereby we as reviewers could just go and do a 100 percent honest review and irrespective of the results do a video crack on put it out there or or do you think it's right that we we don't do that because of the things that we've discussed well i just think it's all about claims mm what claims what people make. If you claim that you can do something, produce something, and it does a job, then it's not like the old adage where you put your money where your mouth is. You have to put products mm. in front of the money as such. Because mm. if you're always being going to be money driven, you're never going to go, you've got to have something that performs. Mm. Mm. Is, is that along the line where we're looking for? If mm. I was an owner, if I was putting something out as a brand, a bit like a, the TCB, where you, you change the logo, Andrew, and it, mm. and, it, and it looked good. We all agreed it looked good. And it was on, it was on trend for the time, mm. and it suits it. Mm. Mm. That's a lot with brands. Is If you're pushing different products, I mean, Sean, it's on, obviously, he, likes, he loves his waxes. Somebody's pushing a wax out. Rab likes his window cleaner. Um, Danny, I can't make my mind up yet. I, I, can I, I, can I, I just say, sorry, bro, I'm gonna laugh. Why, why did that make everyone laugh? Rab likes his window cleaners. Everyone started laughing. <laughs> why, was, why was that funny? <laughs> well, I don't know, but that's where that, you know, that's where you saw when I when I read anything of Rab's and me and you have had conversations with this before, but. You know, if it's a window cleaner, a QD, or whatever it may be, Steve, or, you know, you, if you, if I was pushing a brand out, I'd look at us lot and say, right, how, how can I push this brand forward? The thing is, he's going forward, isn't it? You've got to go forward with the brand. And this is where, like, the bigger companies, they go, oh, we'll, 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 we'll back cars, we'll do this, we'll put a name on this. You know, you, you start going to the states. You look at the, the, what they do in the in the over over the pond, and you look what happens in the UK, and you start see you start even seeing insurance companies, for instance. You know, they start putting their names on everything, but you've got to be able to prove what your product does. Brad, thanks, thanks, Brian. Brad. So, go for that. We all have a brand anyway. You've got TCB. Uh, Danny's got his own detail. Stephen's got geeky detail. Sean and George are just breaking into YouTube as well. Uh, for me, <laughs> uh, it's all about transparency, 
Honesty, I can't keep my words out today. Honesty, commitment, uh, and truly, as being honest, if something's good, you're going to say it's good, which is why, like you said earlier about the glass cleaner, I will, I put it out there to say to other companies if anybody's got something they think is better, contact me. If you think it's better, I will, I'll happily buy it if you can prove to me that it's better than what I'm going to put it against, and trust me, I will put it against it. Uh, but it's being honest, if for some reason, somebody comes out with a better glass cleaner at a better price point than Mile Deep. The Mile Deep will get put to the side, just like all the bright stuff does with Danny, and I'll move on to the next ones. Um, being honest, that's all, that's all I can say is about it. Just gonna just quickly stop there. There's a lot of background noise. Has someone got TV on or something in the background? No. Let me try me. That's it. Ah, uh, that's it. That's it. Good. George, did, were you going to say something, mate? Yeah, I was going to say, so going back to Rab's window cleaning, um, if you were to say, you know, Rab's into his glass sealants, it could make or break your company, though, if you are sending something to him and he has used a really good glass sealant and you send it. But then again, you could improve on it. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you are sending it to somebody who is an expert in that field, say, um, you'll get some... The, the right feedback rather than yeah. possibly sending yeah. it to somebody who's never used a glass sealant who thinks yeah it's amazing so it's where your your, your point is to go yeah yeah exactly has, has, has any has anyone ever had um no brands please um has anyone ever had any um pushback from a review that they've done whereby maybe the brand doesn't agree with you um yep. uh, rab i'm going to come to you but no brand names but <laughs> no, how uh, from an educational point of view or an information point of view, how how did how did you do how did you deal how did you deal with it? Uh, so I reviewed it, didn't like it. You had to use way too much of it. Uh, spoke to the company, they weren't really interested. So I sent it to another reviewer in a different area who tried it. They were using a rating system, and it hit the very bottom of the rating systems. Uh, so that was how I kind of dealt with that one. I've never spoke to the company again because. I tried, I put it up against, oh, sorry, I didn't put it up against, I was using my, my normal routine, sh sh snow foam and then a shampoo, and the company came back and said, yeah, but you're comparing it to that and that's not fair. But mm -hmm. snow foam and shampoo, there's no comparison, they're two completely separate products, mm -hmm. which to me then showed they, are, they didn't have any knowledge of what they were actually getting themselves into. They make other things, and they do the other things really well. They just don't do detail and stuff very good. Mm, no, thank, thanks for not mentioning the brand, Rab. Well done. <clears throat> I'm just going to find this one out. Anyway, they, is, they, they cut it. From a consumer point of view, um, and I'm just going to fire out a statement, is, you know, we're all customers. We all go out and buy stuff. Is brand loyalty just another excuse for being lazy? Because you're not, you're 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 not. Then I'll come to you in a second. So, you know, just brand loyalty. I don't care what this brand's going to put and make. I'm buying it. Is it lazy because you're you can't be bothered doing all the research? So my question is, is brand from a consumer point of view, is brand loyalty just a smokescreen for being a lazy detailer, Sean? Right. So that's obviously a really good question, and, and you've got to look at it from. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, from um, a consumer who, for example, um, 
it isn't so much into detailing. Someone who, you know, just does it on a weekend, they're not bothered, you know, they, they've gone to Halfords or wherever and they've picked up a bunch of products from in there. Now, you know, then you'd be, you know, for example, you know, I don't want to name any names. Say, say for example, they picked up a lot of turtle wax products from, from, um, from Halfords. It's all in all, it's all they've tried and it's done a good job. They're happy with it. They've got good results. What's to argue about? They've nothing to compare it against. Not a problem. So again, Turtle Wax bring out a new um, snow foam, for example, or a new shampoo. They'll just grab it. They'll crack on. They'll be happy with it. That you know, they're not comparing it against any other brand. So they've got that brand. Has, you know, got a customer for life if needs be. Now, from my point of view, or for any of you guys, is because we try so many different brands and we're happy to do so. It is harder to get somebody like ourselves to be a loyal customer to a brand because, you know, the next guy turns uh, turns up on, on the street and he might send you some bits to try or, you know, his, the pricing might be really good. You'll grab a load and then all of a sudden, you're like, actually, you know, I really do like them products. They're great products. And then you, you kind of leave behind the other brand that you was loyal to, you know, beforehand. So yeah. it is, it, it's tough, isn't it? But what I have found is that if you are loyal to a brand doing what we do, then you might find that that brand also allows you to be inclusive in testing of new products. So they might give you a, a sample or let you try the product before it's released. So you can make your mind up off that. And if you like it, you buy it. And um, I, I know that we all do have products that we do like ourselves and we do use them time and time again. Um, and you wouldn't do it regardless of whether you like that brand if you didn't feel it performed. Very good point there, Sean. Very, very good points there. Um, I probably will discuss that afterwards, actually. Steve, George, uh, I'll cover you first, Steve, then on to George. Yeah, I just wanted to drop in there quickly when we're touching on brand loyalty. Um, maybe we should have called this topic uh, brand favourites um, because as what I've picked up on everybody said tonight it's not about being loyal, as Sean just picked up on. We've all got our, you know, loyalty or brand loyalty, but it's not actually loyalty. It's actually favourites. That's what we're mm. actually we're talking about. Uh, mm. I'm conscious we're, uh, uh, you know, an hour and ten minutes, um, so I don't want to bore two people too long. But say that the chat's going really well. But yeah, that's mm. something I've picked up on writing through my notes this evening. Is we're talking favourites. Uh, Good point, not, Steve. Not loyalty. Favourite some products. Yeah. Should we should we stop and redo the whole podcast then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. yeah. Our, our maximum is we've got another 20 minutes so we'll keep going so george you had your hand up yeah i was just going to say as well i think it depends what you're working on um i know at my work there's a, a gent i shall call him who has an older car and i've mentioned to him about using some newer products and his response to me was it's an old car those products were made for the paint that is on this car so it's uh that he has a morris minor and he will only use tea cut on it, so you know. And I think he's, uh, I think he's moved into super resin polish as well, which is is good. Sorry, that's a cat shouting at me. Um, so um, yeah, so, <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'll let you sort your cat out. I was going to say something else there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Danny, over to you. Is brand loyalty another excuse for just being lazy? I don't think it's lazy. It's we all know if the camera's off and we want to wash our car, 
we got our favorite products where we we'll just think, right, well, I want this, 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 and this. We know it works. There's no mess about we just go out there and it does a tidy job. So it's not being lazy. It's just we know what works for us. So yeah, why make why make it harder? We just we know they work. So just get it, get out there and, and get it clean. George, sorry, yeah, I was just going to touch back on that. Um, do you think scent plays quite a big part? Because I know for me, uh, when I was getting into uh, the Weekend Warrior. Uh, <laughs> Quite busy. <laughs> That's not my chair. Um, I know Danny looks you... really guilty. What's happening in Danny's room? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. It's just I'm just laughing at George. It's all about lemon scent, isn't it? It is. No, no, no it's I'm not lemon scent. I'm gonna blow your mind at the minute. Um, I'm with him. So, built hamburger auto wheel. The scent of that when I use it, I could be using it in gale force wind, and obviously blowing my face. Um, but it would take me back to summer when I first used it and was blown away with how good it was. So I support, but yeah, lemon, I'm in, <laughs> as we know. <laughs> what about, um, just quickly, what about ethical brands? Should a brand that's ethical command more brand loyalty? Um, and I know Mile Deep is going to come up there because that's what triggered my sort of brain. Um, is that a variable that that is influential? Clearly, you know, the product performance we discussed, uh, the rapport um, with the company we've discussed, price is a, is a, is a variable. Um, price is a weird one because that is a limiting factor, isn't it, really? You know, some people have got more money than others and, and there's more exclusive brands. But let's look at some, some more niche variables like um, ethics, you know, re recycling and all that kind recycling of stuff. Recycling, yeah. Is, with, is, with that, the... is that important? I think so. Okay. Even, even, even just a little bit down a rabbit hole. I'm at the moment, even the swimming pool water is recycled, but it's put through such a process that they don't waste any water. Um, and I don't know this. I've been talking to the manager today about it. Cause I got quite, I got quite, but I don't want to get dug down on that. But if people are, using more than just plastics they're they're like showing how they're using the plastics they're not using so many triggers because they're using mm. better quality triggers they're using tops so we don't spill stuff everywhere mm. i know that's a big thing i mean you get so many triggers and stuff sent in with products nowadays but i think it, it does help on recycling stuff it's it's a it's a valid point. Um, what about the rest of you? You know, if if you if you had a product that was apt, and, and be honest, if you had a product that was outstanding and it was great value for money, um, and then you had one that wasn't as good, but we're really homing down on the ethics. You know, is it is is it? I suppose I'm asking the question: Is it something that brands should be more aware of um, that would be of benefit to? commanding more brand loyalty ultimately ultimately because it's 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 not something really traditionally we hear about isn't it the the ethical code behind the brand it's all about performance price and all that kind of stuff um is is it important is it important come on Rab. Um, ethics sorry uh i'll probably get hate for this no if <clears throat> i've got a company that makes an amazing product and I love that product, whether they recycle or use recycled bottles or their stuff's biodegradable. To me, doesn't make a difference. As long as the product inside that bottle is good, that's where it is for me. Uh, 
I might get a bit of hate for that one. Might lose some subscribers, but ethics isn't isn't me. Um, it's just about my honest opinion. To be honest, mm. to be fair, mm. you you probably probably find a lot of people uh, if they really were honest with it with themselves. Would it, the ethics of a company be an influential variable as to whether they buy a product? You know, if it was absolutely yeah. outstanding, um, would they be put off just because there's other companies who've got you know are promoting more more ethics? So it, yeah. it's your honestly, George. You were nodding your head. Have you got a spin on this? Is ethics uh, important to you when you're looking at products? <clears throat> and it can it can challenge Rab's review if you want. Yeah, to be honest, I think I'm in the same boat as Rab. To be honest, um, I think it is it is important that you know we take into account um, recycling and things like that. But when, like for me, Weekend Warrior, if I'm picking a product up, I'm not really thinking about how it's been recycled or how it's got to where it's got. I'm more interested in how it performs on my car, which you know could be looked upon as being a selfish. Uh, view but for me that is my personal preference really with it so two mm. for grab <laughs> mm. what about yourself steve putting you on the spot so no 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 i'm with you um i've got some products some older products shall i say or, or mention some that i've used for a number of years um i'm not going to say before this come up because it's actually been around for 20 30 probably 50 years but yeah no 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 something performs and i need it to perform I'm, I'm going to grab that product because I need it to do a job. Mm. So, um, and if I need that tool yeah, to go to work, then, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do to get the job done. Simple as that for me, really. Mm. Sean. Sean, you put your hand up. <clears throat> so um, you'll all probably know I'm a massive eco-warrior with my electric uh, Dodge Challenger. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> right, so... <laughs> I think um, there's a, there is a slight importance and it's only something that when I've had kids, you start to look at the long-term effect that we might have on our surroundings. You know, is it still going to be all right for our great grandkids, etc. So there is a, you know, there is something to be thought about. Now there is a brand out there that I know of that, put the products in glass bottles and offer refill services to refill the bottles um, rather than, you know, it being in a plastic bottle and then selling you another plastic bottle the next time you need it. Whilst I think it's a good idea, I think glass bottles with detailing products is probably <laughs> one of the worst ideas that I've ever heard of. And But I, I like what they're trying to do. There's a, there's a thought behind it. And I do believe that the refilling um, idea is probably the best. You know, whereas if it is a local brand to you and you can just take your bottles back and get them refilled, A, you normally save money because you're not rebuying the bottle and the trigger. And B, um, it is the, um, the environmental part of it as well. And, you know, I have felt bad throwing plastic bottles away all the time. Um, but... I also then thought, well, if I like a product, or products are worth having, then it's better to buy them in a, like I say, a five liter or, you know, a two and a half liter and, and then have a one liter trigger bottle or a sprayer bottle to use that product in. That way I'm not throwing away 500 mil bottles all the time. So I'm doing my part slightly, mm. you know, but 
like you, everybody else is saying, if the product is exceptional and that's just the way that it is, then you've mm. got to choose performance over the eco side. But mm. if you can choose partly some eco in with it, then even better. Yeah, no, that's really honest. I want to come to uh, Rab then and George. I think we all, uh, we're all being very open and honest. I think we all agree, though, that um, if we can produce um, detailing products, okay, that are not as harmful to the environment, that goes without saying. We're all, yeah. we're all, we're all, all behind that. Um, and and maybe maybe it's just companies that are you know a new brand are searching for a USP something new some new angle, um, especially if and there's nothing wrong with it if it's a a relabeling brand they've, they've got to offer they've got to offer something okay so I think I think the concept is good okay but it's interesting to see how we um, sort of interact with that with that ethical piece. Rab, you had your hand up and then I'll come over to George. Yeah. So yeah, um, it is a USP. Um, it is a really good USP. Uh, I'm not going to knock that at all. Uh, I do know that there are some companies out there that I, I don't know if you've ever noticed when you buy uh, your hand soap in the shops, you now get the plastic refillable packs. There are mm. a few companies out there that have them on the shelves or have had a few of those made that they've got them sitting waiting to see if the product will last within that style, a, a, a more malleable plastic bottle than the actual plastic bottles themselves. Uh, I saw it offhand when I was in one of the companies as well. They showed me, here we've got a row of our products here, from a fallout to different ones, um, and they're just, be, they're just sat there because it's a, an idea, it's a plan that mm. they're going to then you buy your first bottle, and then you buy that at a cheaper price, and you just basically top that bottle up from this uh, biodegradable bag, which is mm. really good. Um, for I don't really throw out that many bottles. Uh, I'm quite a hoarder. If mm. the only two bottles I will actually put in the recycle bin is the Fallout and Tarn Glue, just purely yeah. because of the smell of the bottles. Everything else gets washed out. I've got a cupboard. One of those big plastic cabinets, absolutely full of bottles that I've washed out, rinsed out, left to dry and put them in there. Then I've ended up, I've went and bought other bottles that are a little bit more durable from like a mm. 750 ml to a one litre bottle. But mm. They're all there, they're hung up. Um, but doing yeah, doing uh, your bit for the environment, Rab. Rab, can you yeah. just say hoarders again? Hoarders. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful. That's just for my, my mum and dad. They're they're, they're born and bred Scotland. I'm actually surprised you never at the beginning got me to say my whole intro part. So I'm a I, I was that. going to, but I've, I've done that on one of my videos. I don't know if you saw it. I went uh, hello. This is from Rab Reviews, and I got slated for it. So um, I did Harry as well. He was more complimentary. So I need to work on my um, Scottish. George, you had your hand up. Sorry, well, yeah. Actually, yeah. Sorry, one of mine as well. Okay, in one of our last in one of our last podcasts. Uh, yeah. I actually done it using Paul Excellent. For, for Paul Watson's. And I said, yeah. like, I'm using that in one of my videos. Good man. We all, we all pinch of each other. We look at what works and we replicate it. George? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, if a brand sends you something that's packaged well, um, I know I've had things in the past that have been in a huge box and it's a small product inside. So paying a bit of attention to that can also please the customer because if they think, rather than just throwing it in a big box and putting loads of packing in, which is a bit of a waste. And also, it's I'm going off at a slight tangent now. Uh, bigger box, goes on a wagon, then onto a van, takes up more room, you know, all the emissions coming out of it. 
Uh, and, that, and I have to ask as well, Rab, can you please say purple burglar alarm? Because I've heard Scottish people can't say it. And it's also, Danny, you can join in as well, because I'd like to hear it from the Welsh side as well. Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> Danny, you're done, mate. Purple burglar alarm. That's have you noticed funny. Welsh slow things down? <laughs> it, it's like, you know, Scottish talk quick, Rab just... Brings it down, brings it down. Yeah. Just, just, um, just. Uh, you mentioned... to go the worst it gets. That's it. That's it. We'll have to Rab, do a, a Rab, late I night think version. Just invited us. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite funny actually. The video we took uh, when we were warming up. That's that. That would have been quite insane. Do you want to um, nail down one of the points you made, George, about packaging? And if I can come to Steve, I'm not going to mention brand. And um, a brand sent you some products not that long ago. I think oh, it was yeah. an overseas brand, and you and a lot of people jumped on. The bandwagon of too much packaging, too much packaging, didn't they? And and, and weren't yeah. weren't actually interested in the product itself. Do you, are you happy to talk about that without mentioning the brand? Yeah. So look, everybody's seen the world. I've got to say, it's a wonderful to look at. Um, mm. it, it looks stunning. The packaging is exceptional. It's probably the best packaging of boxes of you know boxes of products I've ever seen. And I was sent two kindly, um, and there will be an unboxing coming soon so you can all feast your eyes on it um but yeah i mean it's a bit over the you know over the overkill but did i enjoy receiving it of course why wouldn't i and from a selfish point of view to get it out there to get to to do an unboxing and reveal i think you know everybody's going to be excited about what's going to be you know Mm. coming out next because along with the products there's other little bits and pieces as well they've thrown in um which actually come in the package set so yeah, mm. keep a lookout for that one, uh, which will be on the Car Boutique and um, Geeky Detail Reviews. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I always try and leave it to the end because I know George is poised, ready right. and waiting. <laughs> Cheers for sharing, Steve. We've got four minutes, four or five minutes. Rab, did you ever ha- have your hand up when Steve was I don't, talking? Yeah. Uh, I've also been speaking to the, the same company. Uh, and it was one of the first things, after I had come on and said, has anybody spoke to this company and photographs went up and I was like, ah, I remember now. Now, fair play, yes, it is a lot of wasted packaging, but it will also get people talking. It'll get people sharing that video. Now, one of my better videos is when I had had a conflict with a company and I had said about it in the video. That that actually went better for me. So sometimes a little bit of negativity can actually be better because, yeah, we all love honest opinions. But we also like a little bit of uh, to and fro. Uh, If you're going to slate something or not slate it, but kind of go, why? What are you doing that for? It's going to catch people's interest. Um, But hopefully uh, I'll get mine soon uh, and see how (laughs) it all goes. But yeah, um, I know the company you're talking about and it looks fantastic. Really looking forward to that brand. All I can say on that one is if the brands perform as, as good as they are packaging, um, yeah. I think uh, Steve and Rab are both going to have a, a very enjoyable reviewing experience with them products. Because, yeah. um, Danny, are you are you are you read into the? Uh, did you see the, the 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 post? The packaging was unbelievable, um, and it, like I say, it'd be interesting to see um, see what the results are on that. Um, Danny's shaking his head. You, no idea, have you? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's the sort of gift Good. that you'd like to have at Christmas time. If you yes, want your yeah. main present wrapped up like that, it'd be yeah. the, you. You get more excited the more you get into it. So it, <laughs> you it. know, it it's the enjoyment That's factor, it. isn't it? 
Absolutely. Go on the days Absolutely. of these little peanuts. You don't want them. They just go all over the no. floor. You want fancy yeah. wrap things. Mm. Valentine's Day is coming. That's true. That's true. I think. I think. Right. I think we've 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 got you know had a good uh, run around the subject and, it, and interesting to see um, all the rabbit holes we've gone. I mean, the, the way I look at it, brand brand brand. I'm, I'm going to summarise. And if anyone wants to jump in, jump in, feel free. Brand loyalty is there. Okay. Brand loyalty. Um, you could argue from a consumer point of view could be laziness, but then it's not. I think we just it's not because you have to get to a point where you're loyal to a brand. So there is a reason behind the fact that you are loyal to a brand, whatever that is. And we've looked at all the, all the variables. Um, I, th I think from a, a business point of view, if any of us were running an actual detailing brand, we would chase brand loyalty. Okay, that goes, that goes without saying. Um, so it's, it's, it's a useful thing to discuss. We've, we've had good chats about um, lots of, of, of other stuff. Um, we, we, we're not going, we haven't sort of touched into longevity of products and all that kind of stuff. So I've deliberately kept away and try to keep it on track. So um, I, I can um, sort of appreciate your honesty, actually. Um, and that's what these are about. These are about personal opinions and, and getting to know you as individuals, as reviewers, which is always nice. Um, before I do the wrap-ups, has anyone got anything else to say that they want to sort of, uh, that, uh, that I've missed or we haven't chatted about, about brand loyalty? Or is everyone, yeah, go, go for it, Sean. There was something else that I was thinking about. Um, it was earlier today, and I actually received uh, a bottle of shampoo, uh, which I bought. And the dilution ratio for the shampoo is 2,000 to 1. So, yeah, I don't want to go mad on this, but sometimes I feel like a company gives you poorer dilution ratios to make sure that you keep buying it. That's interesting. Mm. So I'm just yeah I'm, that's yeah but that's that customer loyalty get more orders in you know what I mean use the products up quicker let's get some more orders from you yeah, yeah. let's yeah. see very quickly Brian thanks Sean well I had the same kind of thing I had a shampoo which is <coughs> eight, eight, eighteen hundred to one and we've probably all had them but before I got to the end it had actually changed colour and gone in a different way just in the bottle. So what went wrong with it, I don't know. But mm. It, mm. again, I wouldn't tell the stuff again. But you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, that's useful. Um, Steve, I'm going to come over to you as um, one third of the, the main management team of the uh, of the Car Boutique and excellent support from all the um, other moderators this year. But do you want to say anything about what we've got? We, we like to use podcasts as a, a, an opportunity maybe to say what we've got coming up. Are you? Are you? Oh, here we go. All the plugs on the video. Are you happy just to give a quick spin as to what the Cabo team has got for the next few months? Because we're leaving you on your own, Steve, for five or six weeks, aren't we? Well, you say leaving me on my own. I'm on my own anyway, let's be honest. You, yeah, have you got George, you got Sean, you got Nick, you've got on team. <laughs> yeah, I made sure I built a team around me that could help support me because you two are off jet setting here, they're everywhere. Um, so, well done, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Pat on back. But no, um, yeah, well, look. We're, we're an hour and, uh, hour and a half in. Um, uh, again, I'd just like to thank everybody. As you know, I am one third and co-owner, whichever way you want to call it, with, with DCB. Um, I want to thank every one of you for coming as per normal every week. Um, if you could do us a little favour, um, we would like to, to hear some feedback on, on where we're going with these. Um, if it's negative, we probably won't listen or probably won't read it. No, uh, we'll take it on board. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 we'd like to get some very loyal. 
when you see some of us guys with the admin, please use this time when you see us on there for, for future episodes. What do you want to know from us? Uh, feel feel free to send in some questions. Ask us, ask us, you know, any of us, what questions or, or what would you like? Some topics of conversation, shall we say? I'm building some bits and pieces in the background for um, sets of questions we can ask guests, and we have got quite a few guests actually already lined up, which you'll like to see uh, and hear about, especially some of their backstory to why and, and as they got into it. Um, again, I've wrote some some notes and stuff on here. I've touched base on with asking the questions. Um, obviously, you can see everybody on here. Um, the links will be below for all our Instagram, socials, Facebook page, and everything else. And uh, yeah, from me, uh, it's like share and, and you know, let's get it out there. Let's spread the detail and love within the car boutique and uh, and what we've uh, built between us. So thank you. That's uh, a wrap from me, Andy. Cheers, Steve. Thank you very much. Okay, right. Uh, like C said, thank you very much, uh, Danny, Rab, George, Brian, Sean, Steve, yourself, um, and myself, um, for sparing the time. Uh, you know, a couple of hours in total with all the um, stuff at the start um, on a Sunday evening. So, really, really do appreciate it. And like I say, we do. We, we're not going to be um, sort of targeting contentious issues, but we're just if if there's a theme that comes up in the car boutique, let's chat about it. These are personal opinions, okay? Um, and I think it's refreshing to do it. So I'm just going to go around the table. Steve's had his um, sort of final say. Danny, you've got any final, um, um, a quick sort of uh, wrap up from you and uh, a quick opportunity for George to hold the plug up as to what's coming um, from your channel in the very near future. Well, I've got a nice dirty Kia Steed, uh, which I've been testing dual auto care products. That's be coming next week, um, and other things. But no, I just I'm just enjoying it. I'm I'm enjoying the TCB forum, as you know. I won't one rub it in. Top commenter, two months in a row. I know, I know. <laughs> Take That's that only Steve. Stevens doesn't count. <laughs> Why? <laughs> nice mug, nice mug, Daddy. No, but thank you very much. Honestly, thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, you know, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, your name kept coming up um, when we were chatting about who to come on this. So, and I, we all totally agree. Um, fantastic contribution to the group, um, and we appreciate your open and honesty, um, which is what the uh, the industry needs. Um, and and you do it well. Um, Rab, final. What's coming up with you? Uh not quite sure yet. Uh, hopefully decent weather, but there will be some Infinity Wax. You ready, George? Because there's a list. Some mild deep <laughs> stuff that I've not tried. Wow-wows. Hopefully some Wake Me. And uh, I've also been in, or they've been in contact with me as G3, who have a new quick detailer out they are going to send out to myself as well. So it'll be good to try some stuff that, I mean, I would probably never have bought the Wake Me. Um, uh, because it's not a name that really came up, uh, as well as G3. I've tried their tire shine, but I wouldn't have went into a shop and bought their stuff. But from having a look at their stuff now, I'm actually kind of going, you know what? I actually might just buy some of it just to get to try it. It's okay reviewing one product, but if you do like a full car wash, which I tend to do, uh, Sometimes I like to do it as all one product or all one company, sorry. Other times I like to mix them together where mm. you can get, like, if I'm doing my wow-wows, I'm going to use their snow foam, their shampoo, their APC, uh, but I'm going to use Detail Kitchen's uh, citrus wash, but I'm also going to use Mild Deep Shield. 
Although I do have a wow wow stuff, um, I'm going to try and mix it up so as that people can see more from other companies as opposed to just focusing on one single company. Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Hopefully I'll before uh, Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Loving your work. You know I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, yep. Rab. Um, I love your honestly, your individual. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened that the shelf is no more. Um, but I'm sure it might it might come back in the future. Okay. I don't, I, I don't enough, remember that day when I watched it. Yeah, I don't have enough space to store the it rubbish products. Uh, I've actually got <laughs> local detailers that will phone me up and say, "Oh, I can't get to my supplier. Have you got some snow foam?" Or hmm. they just want to come around to see what I've got sitting in my shed. Yeah. Uh, and I spend more time going here. Sniff this, sniff that, <laughs> uh, and you probably do it yourselves. Uh, and that's where it, I had a guy I've not spoke to in months. He mentioned me, he's like, you get any car shampoo? <laughs> that's a tough question. Probably about <laughs> 60 metres plus on that shelf. Uh, he came around, gave him away some stuff, and he was absolutely over the moon. That's what it's about. About, about being a good person, sharing yeah, it. Giving back to the community. Absolutely. Yeah, loving your work. And I've still got your sticker on my car, and it's wonky. So at Waxstock, I want a new one put on straight. So moving on, George Crabtree. Any specific colour? <laughs> lime, lime green george yeah i'd just like to thank everybody for taking the time uh, as stephen said to come out and uh, do the podcast really enjoyed it as always hopefully everybody's enjoyed it as well with the uh multi i would say multinational but uh <laughs> all the different accents that we've had tonight so if you've misunderstood some bits you can hear it in another accent um and also thanks for the shout out rab on your channel i'll not say what video it was to give you a massive plug um, for people to find it, so bonus points if you find it. But uh, over and out from me, Cheers, George, Sean. Yeah, again, um, podcast number two. Uh, it's it's been thoroughly enjoyable to be part of it again, um, and this topic's really been something to you know get your teeth sunk into. Really, um, in terms of the other thing you mentioned was. Um, it, uh, Danny Swain's name kept coming up um, when we were asking who should be on the podcast. But yeah. I, 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 when I answered Danny Swain, it was because I thought it was people we should definitely not get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now, isn't it? He's gone. He's gone. He's left. I'm kicking out. Uh, but no. Um, and as for me, I've got about uh, 30 waxes lined up. So I've got 30 waxes lined up. I've got every person's car on the street lined up um, and I'm hoping to get as much footage for some YouTube videos uh, and I'm just going to concentrate this year on just waxes. Just wax, 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 loads of wax, uh, longevity. So just coming back to everything in, you know, every month or two and then six months and then I'll probably leave it at that. But yeah, that's where I'm heading. So I'm really looking forward to doing that because for me, that's where I get the most pleasure out of it. So yeah. Perfect, Sean. Thank you very much. Clearly, wax is not dead. Brian, final super quick uh, comments from you, young man. Yeah, just a shout out to everyone. Um, I'll get a little bit of my time up as I'm uh, away here, but you did contact me and ask me if I'd do it. So, but yeah, uh, nice interaction for everyone tonight. Danny, thanks for the app. Um, I should wear it with pride. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not on holiday, it's a bit warm here. Um, just enjoy all of your companies. And I better get back to my wife now. Excellent. Brian, Cheers. thank you very much for sparing your time on holiday. I always do this. I pick someone to say the very, very last words, and then I hit the, uh, the end recording. 
So today, the person that has to wrap up this video is going to be Danny. Knew I was coming. <laughs> well, thanks again. As soon as you finish, Danny, I'm hitting end record. So this is the last words that are going to be said. So over to you, young man. Well, thanks again, guys. If you're not already, join the TCB Facebook page. Join, subscribe to all our channels, links below, all the socials, links below. And hopefully I'll see you on another podcast very soon. Take care. Wax dog.